Hello and welcome all agents, trainers, bloomers, keepers, hunters, lightship pilots, eighth wall advertisers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Thank you for choosing the Wayspotters podcast, a podcast de dedicated to all things Niantic Wayfarer. Wayfarers, Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. Today is Friday, September the 8th. This is episode 86. I have a great show planned for all of you today. We're going to do something that I've wanted to do for a while. And some stuff come up in the news, so it's going to have a nice little segue into it. Things are going to flow beautifully. But before we get into that, with me as always, from a new location this week is Jamal. Hey, Jamal. What's going on, man? How are you today? I am wonderful. My grandson's coming home nice. today. Nice. Congratulations, Grandpa. That's awesome. I'm not, I'm not, you, I'm not quite you. there yet, but you know, maybe someday I will be, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm from a new location right now. So I'm in Portland, Oregon, visiting my mom and I'm in the building that she lives in. And there's really no quiet spot in this entire building. Um, the building I wanted to go into, there are people in there playing bingo and I'm in kind of the activities room right now. So there's a little bit of an echo and there's people walking by the really only quiet place in her whole building is the chapel. And I started setting up in the chapel, and I felt really, really bad. So I'm like, I can't do the podcast from the <laughs> chapel. So you'll have to forgive me this week if there's a little background noise. I'll try to mute it out the best as possible. But, yeah, man, I'm here with Avery in Portland visiting my mom. She hasn't seen my mom since December of 2019, right before the world shut down wow. and went crazy. I brought Addison back to Portland with me in july and so i'm like i gotta bring avery so she's upstairs with my mom and they're doing whatever grandmothers and granddaughters do and i'm down here doing the podcast so <laughs> there it is nice gives them some time yeah. together that's awesome i'm excited for the show this week do you have news i do we got a quite a bit right. of news, so let's All jump right. in and now the latest niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast presented by the pokemon professor network all right, we're going to go rapid fire, follow, rapid fire style here. So if you forgot to change your bonus location after the last Wayfarer challenge, you should be able to change it now. Um, spoiler alert for later. We're going to talk about that okay. again. Uh, a while back, Niantic asked Wayfarers to nominate basketball courts on K-12 grounds. Sure they are did. now saying to stop um, that entire process. And I'm, I'm sorry to anybody from Niantic who was listening that entire project was a dumpster fire right from the get-go. Um, so with NBA All-World sunsetting, somebody posted in the forums, was like, uh, what are we doing with this? And they're like, yeah, no. And if any of them made it into a non-NBA game, please go report them, and then they'll remove them. The Wayfair team is up to 1,500 Wayspots removed in the Netherlands. Fifth, wait, did you say fifth, like 1,500? One five zero zero. So the so, abuse was a lot bigger than we even thought. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. So kudos to the Wayfarer team and kudos to anybody who's still involved in that thread feeding Niantic the, um, the spots that need to go. Because they are doing some work. I just had another yeah. one. They had, I think, 40 stops or something that I reported removed too. So... They are hard at work. And finally, this relates back to the Niantic thread. Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say this week on our Twitter and our uh, this week on our Twitter and our email, we had a lot of people reporting to us that people were getting banned who were part of that Netherlands for nominating and voting on um, yes. on on POI. So interesting, but didn't want to cut off your news, but I wanted to put yep. that in there. Thank you for everybody who gave us a heads up. We didn't respond the way we could have because we kind of were part of it. So I just kind of said, Hey, thank you for the heads up. We appreciate it, but we're yeah. on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and related back to the Niantic, the Netherlands thread, a user by the name of random cyberarian, which is a fantastic username, um, posted on Reddit that they got a 30 day ban in Wayfair and Pokemon go for nominating stuff in the Netherlands. They said it was nominating in good faith, and I'm going to use air yes. quotes because they're unable to share the the nominations they, they put in. Um, but I what I suspect happened, and we'll I got the the link to the article, and we'll put it in the show notes if anybody's interested in kind of skimming through it. I skimmed yeah. through it. Um, I think what happened was they saw a bunch of stuff going onto the map, and they were like, "Must be eligible," right. and then they threw it in, and then they just kind of got swept up. You know, I, I wonder, and I'm wondering out loud, and I don't know this for sure, so don't kill me. I wonder if this was part of those light poles that were going in. Remember all those light poles that Maybe. people were sending us? Because yeah. the people on this thread refused, flat out refused, to send in examples of what had happened. So I'm like, hmm, whenever someone protests yeah. that much and they won't send it in, it really makes me think. Yep, Absolutely. Um, do I, do I think that they were like actively abusing the system? Probably not. Um, is 30 days a bit harsh for a first, first punishment? Maybe, but again, we're only seeing one side of right. the story and we haven't seen examples of what they nominated. So I, I have faith in the Wayfarer team that they know what they're mm -hmm. doing and that their punishment was in their eyes, at least apt for what that they did right? right so and remember like we said before chris the punishment that pokemon go set out the 730 permanent wayfair never said they were going to follow those same rules mm -hmm. they never said that the first yep. one was going to be a slap on the wrist and then a little more serious they never said that so they can go straight to 30 days and nobody should be able to complain Yep, 100%. Absolutely. Right. And like I said a couple episodes ago, they've got a shiny band hammer and they are not afraid to <laughs> use it right. and they will whack you hard with it. Right. But this brought up something and I think this will segue good into topic number one. Ignorance of the Wayfair criteria and rules is not an excuse. Right. And I, I posted this in um, in the Discord and Hamtaro was like, I, I, I said, Ignorance of the, the law is not an excuse, and Wayfarer criteria isn't any different. And there's like, well, that's kind of extreme calling Wayfarer criteria the law. And I'm like, fair, 100%. You're absolutely right. I go, that's not really what I meant. I was just kind of using it as an example, mm -hmm. but ignorance of the rules and the criteria is not an excuse. So I wanted to do a little bit of myth busting this Ooh. week. This is an idea I've had for a while, and then it, it's I overheard Tentino say something when we were talking to the Wayfarer team when we were in New York. Started making notes furiously in my phone while we were standing there. Yeah. So we're, we're going to do some myth busting this week. Wait a minute. So does that make so? So which one of the myth busters are you? Are you Jamie? If we're doing the <laughs> myth, myth busters. Uh, yeah, I'm Jamie. You can be, oh, what's the other guy's name? 
I couldn't remember, but I remember Jamie. That's why I said Adam. Adam, that's right. Adam and Jamie. So I'm Adam. Adam. So I've got the – no, I'm the clean-shaven one, and you're the one with the beret and the beard, right? Okay. Yeah, with the beret yes. and the beard. All right. Cool. Exactly. All right. All right. I got uh, – I got some ideas for this week's thumbnail for you. Too. Oh, so, oh I, that's why I said it. Cause I could see it in your eye. I could see the thumbnail in your eye. I'm already, it's going to come in at like two 35 AM and you're going to be like, here it is. It's done. And I'm going to be like, Oh my probably. God, that's great. All right, let's get yep. into it. It's probably exactly yep. what's going to happen. So I've got 11, 11 things right. that I think we'll go one by yeah, one. I'll, I'll read them out and then we'll kind of, yeah, let's them. bust some myths, my guy. Let's go. First one, I saw an example of this on the map. That means that all of those are eligible. That is false. False. We have said it before and we'll say it again. Just because something is on the map does not make it eligible. Cough, firehouses, cough. Right. Right. So that one's pretty simple. I mean, if you see something on the map, do some research, look into it. Is it eligible? Put it up against the criteria. And then kind of go from there, right? Can I give an example on that? Fires. Absolutely. Fire stations. We know that Ingress was seeded with a ton of fire stations all around the world. And after cooler heads prevailed, they realized, wait a minute, this blocks emergency services. So we are not going to allow any more fire stations to come online. But even in my area, there's a ton of fire stations that are on the map right now that should not be and that people are actively removing. So that myth is busted. Busted. Yep. I'm going to get with all that little mustard thing from Mythbusters and put it on the YouTube. <laughs> yes. All right. Number two is, so this this is the one that I overheard Tintino. So this is directly out of the mouth of a Niantic employee. Poor AR scans will not result in your waste spot being, or sorry, poor AR scans will result in your waste spot being removed. That is False. 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 Busted. Busted. Not true. Not true. Directly out of the mouth of a Niantic. Feel free to do your scans. It will not result in the waste spot being removed. And the reason why, Chris, there are completely different teams that are handling those AR scans. And we've talked about it before that a lot of Niantic are completely in silos. And this is a perfect example of one being in a silo and not sharing data with another, you can scan away without it being removed. Correct. Um, can poor scans get you? Can poor scans get you banned from doing AR scans? Absolutely. Yes. If if you submit enough of them, they will take the ability away right. from you, and you won't even get those quests anymore. Right. Um, but it cannot get your waste spots removed. Sorry, that's I see that one all the time, and I'm like, it's not true. It's just not busted. Busted. Uh, number three, Niantic, Niantic decides whether or not your nomination is approved. That is false. False. Most of the time. <laughs> false with an asterisk? The am- asterisk. False with an asterisk, yeah. <laughs> the amount of reviews that Niantic does compared to the Wayfarer community is very, very, very small. Right. Um, they do pull amount a certain amount into their voting, but if if it says in voting, and there's no Niantic lightship in Logo, symbol yep. in, beside in voting, the community is doing right. that. Niantic has nothing to do with that right. one. Yep. 
All right, number four. The next two are, so I put this out on Twitter and I posted in the Discord asking for people for examples. So the next two are from friend of the show, Prince Padov. The category list in Pokemon Go is a list of all the eligible things that you can submit. That is false. False. We talked about this last week. We did talk yeah, about we this. We brought last this week. up last week um, that I don't remember exactly no. what it was, but someone was like, it's in the it's in the drop down list, so it's eligible. It's like, I know, no, 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 no. Sweet summer child, it is not <laughs> eligible just because it's in the list. That list is a that was it's like real world things, yep. like but it is not eligible. It was the cell tower that was cold That's what number it was. one, I That's think it was. Right. Yeah, number one was the cell tower, number two was the bus, yeah. Yep, just because it's on the list yeah, does not mean it's there. Yeah. That myth is busted. 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 Number five. Number five. Gated areas are ineligible because of private residential property, safe pedestrian access, inappropriate location. That is False. False. Just because it's behind the gate in a fenced area doesn't mean it's ineligible. Pedestrian access just means it has to be accessible by somebody on foot. It just means that you have to be able to get to it on foot. Not everybody can get to it on foot. Correct. That is, I think that's a that's big a one. That's a huge one. Um, and I think that's one of those people think they're using their, their common sense that, oh, if this is behind a fence, if this is behind a gate and I can't get back there. A really good example is some of the huge mega churches, especially in my area in the mm -hmm. south. They will lock the gate at the at the at the street level, and the churches call it 500 meters down a road, right? And there's this big palace of a church, yep. and there's POIs in there, but they lock it at night. That someone can get in there, so it's eligible. It's locked. It doesn't mean it's not eligible. Yep, 100. percent And now. If it's locked behind a gate and then and then the other side of that gate is private property, a hundred percent that's private property, right? Yep. But like things in zoos, like zoos aren't open twenty four seven, but everything in a zoo should be eligible because people go there. Um, amusement parks, same thing, right? Like it's closed part of the day. Things in malls, like mall, like um, there's often like artwork and paintings on the walls inside of shopping malls. That's eligible, right? Mom and pop restaurants inside a mall. That's eligible. Some of my favorite places to drop my Pokemon are in gyms in the mall where you can only reach it by being in the mall. Cause I'm like, I know it's going to stay in there overnight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a few down in the mall in, um, in Plattsburgh that I used to drop in right before the mall closed. Cause I know I would stay there until the morning. Yep. Get my 50 coins. Yep. Uh, that brings me to the next one. Number six. Points of interest on grounds of apartment buildings or townhouse complexes are private property. That is false. 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 Things in those areas, that is considered common public areas. So it's eligible. If it's eligible, it's eligible. It's private property. That's not a thing there. Right. So, and that one, that one gets people a lot because they see like a playground in like a fenced area inside the apartment complex. And they're like, nope, pedestrian access, private property, see you later. Right? It's, no. As long as someone can assess it, it's legal. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Right. And there's, there's certain exceptions to that, but 
99% of the time, that's how it is. And, you know, if we really search long and deep, far and hard enough, we can find an exception to everything. But we're trying to get to the 80, yep. 90% here, and you're spot on there. It's it's legal. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Something has safe pedestrian access if I can access the way spot from across the street. This is unequivocally and unbelievably false. And this one... False. This one drives me absolutely bonkers. You have to be able to... Pedestrian access means that you have to be able to get right up to the object. And touch it. Or... Exactly. Or below the object in the case of like a suspended art. Like if art is suspended up in the sky, because I've had somebody be like, I can't touch it. It has no pedestrian access. Not what that means. No, that's not the spirit of it. You have to be able to get up and touch it. Now, this came up in our Discord because someone was talking about one of those statues in the middle of a roundabout, right? Was that that the context it was? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So So let's talk about that for a second, right? So... If it's in the middle of a roundabout, right, cars drive. If you don't know what a roundabout is, then you are so lucky. And I am envious of you (laughs) because I hate them. Um, (laughs) It's essentially a patch of grass or whatever in the middle. And then it's cars drive around in a circle. And then there's usually four streets that go off on four sides of the circle. right? So you drive around until you get to your exit and off you go. They call it a roundabout. Because you go round about the circle. Right. There are often cities will put things in the center of that, like a statue or like a sign or something that otherwise would be eligible, right? If there's no if there's no walkway that goes across, like a pedestrian marked in the street walkway where you can stop or and then it will force wall. the cars to stop or a sidewalk. Yeah. It will force the cars to stop and you can't get across that road safely without darting across traffic. That's that's not eligible, right? right? It doesn't matter if you can access it through your interaction radius from across the street. That doesn't that doesn't count, right? No. So somebody in my local area tried to get a welcome to the Oshawa sign approved. I must have seen it 15 times <laughs> in my reviews. They just kept trying and trying and trying, huh? And it was like, this, yeah, it's, it, I think it was actually multiple people because at one point I got two of them in one review session. Wow. So I think that whoever it was got it rejected a bunch of times and they were just like, hey, and they got all the friends to try. Um, but like the supporting information got more and more angry and they were like, no, I can access it from across the street. But it was like it was on the sign was on an off ramp from the highway and there was no there wasn't even a sidewalk on that side. Right. Like nowhere, curb, there's nowhere, yeah, nowhere where a pedestrian could safely stop and gather right. with other explorers and wayfinders to take down a gym if a gym was placed there or even spin a stop. Yep. Yep. Right. So like, that's the thing. You have to be able to go up to the object and remain there. Like it's not like it's not enough to be able to run up to it, hit it and then run away. Right. That's not you're not playing tag. So that one drives me nuts because people yeah. are just like, nope, I can access it from 80 meters away in right. Pokemon Go. So and, and, and people think of it in a Pokemon Go context and they don't think of it in a true POI context that Ingress yeah. has a significantly less interaction radius and yes. who knows what other games are going to have. And if you're banking on just the Pokemon Go radi- radius, you're going to put yourself and other trainers in a lot of, in a lot of, in a lot of danger. Yep. 
Yeah, I know. So that gym that I can access from my couch in Pogo, I cannot access that portal in Ingress from my couch. I right. actually have to go outside. Mm -hmm. And I can't access the the whatever it is in Monster Hunter. I have to go outside to do it. Right. I think it's like a resource gathering spot. Um, but yeah, I can't. Pogo is the only one that has the 80 meter interaction radius that I'm aware of. Um, correct. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but you can't look at it from that. You have to be able to get right up to it. Right. So yep, that's a, that's a big pet peeve of mine. Yep. hundred percent. All right. Number eight, Niantic decides whether or not my approved nomination appears in my game. So this mm. is mostly kind of true, right? Um, yeah. So, they, in, so enter the meme of, of, of was it, Superman or, or Batman, someone kind of stroking the beard is kind of, eh, this one is kind of in and it's kind of out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, that's the, um, I don't know if you've ever seen them fact checking websites, but like, eh, mostly true. So Niantic, the game teams decide what the inclusion rules are for their game. And they say, we are going to pull from the lightship map these way spots because of these rules, right? So the job of the Wayfarer team and the job of Niantic Wayfarer is to curate the what's called the lightship map. We just put things on the map, right? If it's if it's important or whatever, we just put it on the map, and then it's up to yep. the Pokemon Go team to decide which stops they want. It's up to the Ingress team to decide which portals they want. It's up and we went to over that last week. Hashtag justice for Pikmin Bloom. The Pikmin Bloom team to decide what flowers they want or whatever, yes. right? So, and people can go back to rules, episode eighty-five to hear yes. those rules. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, and I will put a link up in the. I always do that the wrong side. That's that corner. Link to episode eighty-five. Um, so it's kind of true. They don't sit there and they don't actively look at every single accepted nomination and go, that's good for Pokemon Go. That's for Ingress. That's for, you know, Monster Hunter. No, they, they set the rules and they let an algorithm do, do the job, right? They, they, once a day they have a sync or once every couple of days they have a sync. It pulls things from the light chip map. It throws it on to whatever map of the game you play and they're done, Right. And Niantic is very, very, very reluctant to change inclusion rules once they've been set. Right. Um, the only time that I think that they've ever changed that I've seen is when Ingress got away from the 20 meter rule and then they went back to it. Right. They went away. Well, also remember, Ingress also just recently went away from the as soon as it's approved, it goes on the map and they now yes. have an inclusion time. So, yeah, and, and they and they did that to be uniform with the other games. So, and I think we're both yeah. in 100 percent support of that, that that should be uniform. Yeah, 100 percent. Right. So it, like it used to be if if you nominated something and it was too close to a portal, it just kind of went off into oblivion. Right. Right. But now it appears on the lightship map. And theoretically, that stuff that's even lightship out only should appear in your nearby when you're doing your reviews, right? Like before, I nominated a a playground, and it must have been like two meters too close 
to and it, another and it portal. Didn't show up, right? And it didn't show up. So I emailed the team and they were like, hey, it was approved. And I'm like, I understand it was approved, but it's not in Ingress. If I if I nominate it again, is it gonna show up on the nearby? And they were like, It was approved. Right. I'm like, You're a robot, aren't you? Yes, you're a robot. <laughs> so I never got a straight answer. So I just I made sure that I put the pin far enough away the second time. It got approved. It was in the game and then everything was kosher. But oh, they didn't dupe just, it. I thought they would dupe no, that. Nope. They did, I'm so shocked. That's yeah, I was shocked too. That leads me to believe that back before the light ship map was a thing and things just went directly into Ingress. If you got that notification saying, "Hey, this is too close to another portal," it just vanished. Like it didn't go. It didn't. They didn't keep it. They didn't save it. They didn't store it. Like it just went off into oblivion. Like it never happened. That's very, very interesting. Right. Okay. So in my nomination list, I have that playground approved twice. <laughs> okay. It's the weird quirk of yeah. Um, what do the kids say? Weird friend. flex, but okay. Exactly. Yeah. How many people have gotten the same thing approved twice without cheating? Without cheating. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Number nine. This is a good one. This is a good one. This is from friend of the show, Wood Wolf, who's kind of been in his element with the open street map stuff lately. So kudos to him and, and that push. Um, Sports fields and parks need signs to be eligible. That is false. False. Sports fields and especially parks do not need a sign to be eligible. So you don't have to have a sign that says this is Bob's Park, right? Or welcome to the Frank Robinson Memorial Park. It doesn't need a sign. Or or this is a softball field. Right. Or this is a, yeah, softball field or this is a soccer field, right? sports fields i think are, are a little bit easier to get through because you can kind of say this is a baseball field and people were like yes i recognize that that's a baseball field right but like parks are a little harder mm-hmm. but like and and this is the, the point they're making in the discord it's just like if if you're looking at an, at an open area that's got like a picnic table area and like a playground and all this other stuff things that are generally in a park and it doesn't have a sign it's still a park it's still a park like it's 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 still a park. Like you don't need signs to tell you that it's a park. It's well, a park. Chris, I'll, I'll go one further. Now this might be borderline on the absurd, but have you ever, even once, seen a sign that says this is a basketball court or this is a tennis no. court? You walk up and you go, "Oh, this is a basketball court. That's a tennis court." And when I'm walking down the street and I come up to an area like when we were in New York City. And I was walking around Jersey. I'm like, oh, there's a park. I didn't need a sign to tell me that that was a park. I could clearly look and see it was a park. Yep, exactly. Right. And the only time that you're ever really going to get a sign for a sports field is if it was dedicated to someone. Right. Like this is like the every there's like 15 parks. There are baseball diamonds down. That's 15 is a bit of exaggeration. But most of them are dedicated to somebody who was instrumental in baseball Oshawa because right. baseball Oshawa has been a thing forever mm-hmm. but like that's not always the case like sometimes right. they just build a baseball diamond for the sake of building a baseball diamond right and sometimes they just build parks for the sake of building parks right. and they haven't put a sign up yet or so maybe they're not gonna put a sign up or right? there's a sign somewhere else in the park but it's specific to one thing and the yep. overall park doesn't have a sign so you shouldn't have to go to your city council and get a a sign paid for and erected in one spot just so someone says, oh, I believe it's a park now because there's a sign when you can clearly see it's a park. Yeah, 
Exactly. Right. So parks don't need signs. Um, granted, if you're taking a picture of like a, just an open field and it has nothing in it, then that's probably not a park. It's probably just right. an open field. Exactly. Park. Parks don't need signs. Number 10. This is from friend of the show, Sarah Amanda. Uh, review plugins do not work on mobile. That is false. They do. False. They do work. This is one of those things that Sarah Amanda mentioned to me when we were at the uh, the, the Queen's Airbnb house. In, yeah. The Queen's house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, New York. It's um, part of your guys' deep, deep conversation. Yeah. yeah. They're, they only work on certain browsers. So if you want to put the review plugins on your phone, look into what browsers work for. It doesn't work for all of the browsers, but they do work. And I have seen proof. So there you go. Number, where are we? Number 11. And this is something that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Wayfair abuse can lead to my Niantic game account being banned. That is true. 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 Uh, we talked about this earlier. Niantic will and have banned your Pogo, Ingress, whatever account if your Wayfarer abuse is bad enough. So watch yourself. And this I, is just. I've had that. Go ahead. Yeah. Now I was going to say this is just one of those like, okay. don't be silly. Just, just mm-hmm. do what's right. Don't be silly. I, I had a conversation with somebody recently in my local area who was abusing the system and they were just like, meh, whatever, I'll just Rihanna. I'm like, you are level fifty. You might wanna you might wanna stop because they'll ban your pogo account. Do they know who it was that was doing that? Okay. No. No, <laughs> um, oh I got such a kick out of that. Such a kick out of that. They are big mad. <laughs> Big man. I think that they. I think they assume, but they don't have. They don't have proof. They don't um, have proof. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just watch yourself. Um, well, I hate it, for for anybody to. You know, yeah. if you're abusing the system, you're abusing the system. And you just, right. you deserve a ban. But I w- I would hate for someone like that. The person earlier was like, "Oh, I've spent thousands of euros and played this game since 2017 or whatever." And I'm like, it doesn't. They don't care. Right, exactly. Right? You and, could be the biggest whale in the system. They will ban you. Yeah. And what wasn't abuse three months ago is now abuse. So yep. make sure you read your guidelines. Make sure you're up mm-hmm. on your criteria and make sure that you're not. I mean, the people who are doing this know what they're doing. The people who oh, are in, in Austria, the people in the, the Netherlands, you know, they're rolling the dice. They're, they're, they're gambling is essentially what they're doing. And they're like, I'm going to submit 500 way spots and they might catch 10%, but they're not going to ban me. Guess what, guy, gal, they're going <laughs> to ban you. I, I know they're yep. going to ban you. I can't tell you how I know they're going to ban you, but I know they're going to ban you. Yep. And, and here's the other thing, right? Like, just because you did abuse and got away with it six, eight, 12, 24 months ago, they, they're not afraid to go back and, and ban people for stuff that they did before, because guess what? It was abuse then. Yeah. It's abuse now. Yeah. Statute of limitations is not a thing. Oh, I got away with it a year ago. So I'm free and clear. No, 
No, you're not. Nope. Because if something is illegally placed on the game board, Niantic has the jurisdiction to move it at any time. You can't say, Mm -hmm. oh, I did that in 2018, so I'm good. It's like, nah, dog, you're not good. If that was in a correct location and you moved it to an incorrect location and you moved five or six of its friends to incorrect locations, guess what? Those are going to get fixed. And they know who did it. It's not like you can act anonymous unless yep. you deleted that account and you opened up a new one. If you did it, whatever, if it was an alt account, doesn't matter what it is, they're going to find it. Yep. And here's the thing, right? Like we mentioned this earlier that, that the teams decide, the game teams decide their inclusion rules. So if you're using the Wayfair system to bypass the inclusion rules of Pokemon Go, do you really think that the Pokemon Go team is going to be like, ah, just give them a slap on the wrist. It's fine. No. You are breaking their rules through a system that's not, like, that's why the Pogo bans are coming, right? Because people are banning, people are using Wayfair to yep. benefit themselves in Pogo. Exactly. Here comes a shiny new ban hammer. Right? There's your extradition treaty is you're getting banned in both. (laughs) Sorry about your luck. Oh, I love that extradition. And I I think that's the big thing that's, that's getting people. It's like, Oh no, they'll just ban my Wayfarer account. No, I'll make a new dummy account to do Wayfarer in, but my level 60 Pogo account, it's going to be fine. And then now they look at their level 50, but like, Oh no, I've gotten a Pogo ban. I thought you were tipping your hand there. I was like, do you know something I don't know? I'm like, I don't know. Watch this. I was going to do this. Whoop, the antenna was going to go up. I'm like, wait a minute. Was that a Freudian slip there, Chris? Do you know something? <laughs> no, I, I'm actually, I, funny enough, it's it's on my brain because I'm working on a what would level 60, um, like what, the, what the quests for level 60 would look like if they release it because it's all over Twitter. Yeah. You know, you are way too modest, Chris. So... What we don't talk about every week, and we probably should for our listeners, both on audio and on YouTube, Chris is a very talented writer for PokemonGoHub.net, and he's written a lot of really good articles. That's how I first found Chris, because uh, he did a fantastic article about Wayfair, and now he's a co-host of the show. But Chris writes a lot of really good articles. I link it every week in the show notes. So if you haven't gone back and read Chris's articles, you really should. And he's working on a couple of fantastic articles. I don't know how much he wants to talk about it now until he gets them written. But two articles that I'm really excited to read, even though I know what they're about, I'm really excited to read them. So um, he's more faceted than just a superstar podcast host. He's also a great writer and editor, and he's going to write some really cool articles coming up. So that's my shameless plug for you, sir. I appreciate that. You are you are a big fan of mine, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> I you always speak so kindly about me. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah the, the level sixty one is yeah. going to be a big one. Um, I'm really excited about that one. So, do you have one more that we're going to bust? I have one more that I didn't have when we started, but I've added it since we've started it. So I just looked uh, over at the show notes and I saw it being typed in. I'm like, oh, there's number twelve. What do you know? I thought about this one as we were talking. So, last one. Rejection criteria overrule acceptance criteria, and that is true. Yes, true. If you could have things that fall into every single pillar that Niantic wants, great for exploration, great for whatever, right? But if it's if it's on school grounds, it's, it's ineligible. Sorry, like it's if it if it has a rejection criteria, 
it's not valid. Yep. It doesn't, doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. End of story. You know, there's one that we didn't bring up, and I think we need to do a little more research on it because I think it might fall into this category. And I don't know the answer to this one is military bases. And I've been asked mm. this, this question directly several times. And in my researching to answer the question, I think it's changed. I think you can have something 100% legitimate, like you just said, and it can be on a restricted part of the military base and it makes it ineligible. But before I bust that myth or don't bust that myth, I think I need to do some more um, research on that. I don't know if, if you know the answer to that, because that one is murky for me. And I've asked a couple of different people who should know, and I got two different answers from each person. So. So my understanding of that, and I will do some research and correct myself next week if I'm wrong, but I, I believe anything that is, <clears throat> I believe anything that is geofenced in open street maps as military has no spawns and no stops. Right. Um, I think there's right. some stuff that's grandfathered in, but mm, there is, I know I saw someone posted in the forums a little while ago that they were living on a military base and got nothing no spawns mm -hmm. no stops no nothing and they were really frustrated because they were trying to get stuff into the game because their right. kid played pokemon go and their husband was in the military and they were on a military base and someone was like sorry you live on a military base you're not gonna you're gonna have to go off base because yeah and this happened in canada and i think in ottawa um people walked into a restricted part of a military base and got arrested because mm. they were chasing Pokemon and weren't paying attention to where they were. Right. And it, it, it was, I think it was an auto. It was a big article that they got charged. They almost got charged with domestic terrorism. Oh my goodness. Because they were like, wow, super close to like this area of the base that was super off limits to even part of parts of the military. Mm -hmm. And like the military police came down, like tackled them and arrested them. That's and they crazy. Got interrogated for like 12 hours. And they were like, we were just chasing we the Snorlax. <laughs> Well, in North Carolina on the coast, a city called Jacksonville, North Carolina, um, a lot of season one, especially when I had hair across boss on the show, we made fun of Jacksonville because there's a lot of coal in Jacksonville. There's also a big, huge military base in Jacksonville with a lot of what you might consider legitimate POIs that we would always say, you know, if you see something from Jacksonville, it's probably coal. But there's a lot of military bases down there. And I remember early on in the OPR days, I would see a lot of legitimate playgrounds that I would have to go back and one star because I knew they were on the military base. And like you said, you mm -hmm. can go to open street maps and you can see it's that kind of like diamond hexagonal kind of like overlay on top of it. And it's like, yeah. do not enter a military base, but I don't know. I haven't seen that come up on the Wayfair forums in a while. And I haven't seen it come up in the Wayfair discussion discord. Although I do see it a lot on Reddit and mm -hmm. Where I've seen it on Reddit has mostly been in response to Germany, uh, a lot of the U.S. military bases in Germany and whether or not you can have a POI on there. And again, I don't know enough about it to bust it or not bust it, but I thought we could probably bring it up right now because that kind of goes with what you were saying for number 12 is rejection criteria, overrule, yeah. acceptance criteria. So more to come there. I would venture to say on the safe side, if you see something on a military base that's clearly marked a military base it's probably not going to be eligible but then again niantic could say hey let's nominate things on military bases like they did with k-12 we'll have to do a little more research and get back to you yeah 
Yeah, I, I believe it was 2021 when they kind of flipped the script on that one. Um, in yeah. 2020, sorry, I just Googled it real quick. In 2020, the Canadian uh-huh. military ordered, the Canadian military ordered people in their military to start playing Pokemon Go so that they knew spawned on the military bases so that they really? could go out and head off Pokemon Go players. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a really yeah, interesting I, I remember this now that I'm reading the article. Wow. <laughs> because it happened because people were wandering on a Canadian military base. Yeah, yeah. And they were tired of it. Wow. They're like, hey, we no. <laughs> oh god, that was back in the days when we would see wild dragonite spawns. Remember those? And people would lose their minds yep. over wild dragonite. Yeah, I do. Wow. Yep. Okay, very interesting. I love it, man. Great topic. Thank right. you for that. So, that was really yeah. good. It's a great topic. Uh, yeah, we'll probably have another another set of stuff to myth bust at some other point. But for now, that's all we got. If you have things that you want us to myth bust or things that you think people in the community think are true that aren't, please reach out to us on Twitter, send us an email, voice note. And then we will do a Mythbustering part two at some point in the future. I love it. I love it. So that brings us to real quick, because we spent a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked a kind of a, a light and breezy topic number two. Wayfair challenge win. Ooh. So Is that win in capital in, letters with a three? Win in capital <laughs> letters, because we are overdue. Right. So. Indonesia was February 15th, 2023 yep. to February 28th, 2023. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. Spain, and I use Spain with the air quotes, yep. um, was May 24th to June 7th. So the time between those challenges was 98 days. It was about three months. Right. Three months in a week. Okay. The time between the Spain's challenge, Spain challenge, and the turned into four challenge, four country challenge, and today is about three months. Right. So it's 104 days. We haven't even gotten one announced yet. Hmm. So that begs the question. And I know that sometimes the Niantic folk listen to us. So we are putting the question out to the Wayfarer team. Are we getting another challenge this year? Mm-hmm. And if so, when are we getting it? So I think my thoughts on this is they are they they had a lot of learnings from the last for challenge. sure, right? They had a lot of things that went really really. Well. We did a whole episode. Mm-hmm. On, we did. Um, I did it again. A whole episode on the last challenge, the learnings, and all of the things that they did great, and all of the things that didn't go so well um so i think what's happening is they are still taking those learnings and putting in some fixes and trying to figure out the best way to approach the next challenge so that this doesn't happen Mm -hmm. and i don't think that they were cognizant necessarily of how long it's been since the last challenge and we're here, just kind of like we're here to remind them. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. we're here, here to remind them. So they'll probably listen to us and go, yeah. "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, challenge." challenge. Yeah. So you know, I I, t- I, yeah. I took it upon myself to kind of scan the map. So the entire continent of Africa could use a Wayfair challenge. Things are so mm. sparse. So a couple things there. 
there's not a lot of just from looking at the map, there's not a lot of POIs on the map, which could mean there's a lot of things impending, or it just could mean they need to send the Wayfair team, they need to parachute us in, create the parachute team, drop us into Central Africa with our 120 nominations and let us run wild, then do a challenge. Um, so the entire continent of Africa could use it. Now, when you go a little bit north and a little bit east, when you go into like Saudi Arabia, you get into areas around there. Let's leave out some of the war-torn areas. There's a lot of areas around there that could use some help. Now, to that area's credit, a lot of that is straight desert. So um, there might not be a lot of things there. Um, Russia obviously has some challenges. But I think any time you get outside of a predominantly English-speaking country, it seems like there's things that you can do there. So um, I scanned the map, Chris, for like two hours, looking at the entire globe and saying, where could the next challenge be? And I think if we think long and hard of it, we could give them some really cool suggestions of things that I would like to see. But um, where do you think the next Wayfair challenge could be? It is actually hilarious that you said Africa, because that was going to be my suggestion. I came to the exact same conclusion yeah, that you did. Right. Um, that seems to be the most underrepresented area. And it's a, it's a big area too, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't have to necessarily pinpoint it to one country. You could say, hey, we're just going to do the whole continent. Yes. And pick your, pick your spot, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about this while you were talking. What if as part of the challenge, they said, hey, we're going to do this challenge in a month, right? Um, go out there. If you live in that area, go out there and put in nominations of good things, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Of good things. And if you get five or 10 things approved, you get an upgrade, right? If you get 20 things approved right. of yours, yes. right? Just give someone bonuses for going out and nominating. Correct. That way you could get more things into the world, right? And that's, and that's if they look and say, hey, it's underrepresented from a nomination standpoint. Just give them a month to get everything in. And then once that month is up, you release the rest of the world into the doing the reviews of all of the things that they just spent a month right. nominating, right? Yeah. That way you're not necessarily looking for a, a place that's got a lot of submissions, but not a lot of reviewers. Right. You can promote people joining the Wayfair system. And that might have like a more longer term effect Absolutely. saying, hey, I went in and did 15 things. 14 of them got approved and now they're in my community. Yes. This is amazing. This is amazing. I'm going to keep going. Right. Right. And that way you're not just throwing people into that community and then pulling them back out again, because like in Spain and Indonesia, they're going to have that problem after. Yeah, right? they sure are. Cause you got a bunch of people reviewing and then now you don't. Right. Right. So you're not and, really and, and, fixing and, and, the underlying problem. And we saw the numbers. The numbers were tremendous, but Mm -hmm. I would love to know now that we are 98 days, 104 days, whatever the numbers are, I would love to know what the retention rate of those of those yes. reviewers are. Is it a 50, 60, 40? What's the retention rate? How many people at the zenith? There's my big word for the episode mm -hmm. at the zenith. Mm -hmm. How many of those are still on and how often are they submitting slash reviewing? So I'd love to see it in Africa. Um, the diversity we would see there, there'd be. Just about, I saw the stat somewhere when I was looking at this and I saw the show notes and I did some research. I want to say in the continent of Africa, there are 
they speak almost every language that's in the rest of the mm-hmm. planet. Now, a lot of that gets into some really dark things about people from other countries that spoke those languages going in and doing some nefarious yeah. things there. I'm not here to get into the whole political aspect of, of why people speak French and English and German and Norwegian and Spanish in Africa. You can go and look up the history yeah. on that. But I think we would see a lot of diversity. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we'd see a lot of diversity yep. in languages and culture if we did an Africa challenge. I completely agree. Yeah. And I, I think that would be, that would be the, 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 the solution to their, we picked an area that's too small and we just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. You just pick a whole continent and say, go. Right. Right. Yep. So, and even if they did North Africa for a little bit and then, you know, central and then just kind of like rotated a little bit yeah. like they did with the other countries. Yep. You could kind of do that and do it by region, yep. but. And again, I'm going to volunteer us to be part of the parachute team. Um, again, yes. I mean, it, it's so, it's so good. And even if someone wants to steal the idea and run with it, the Niantic logo is a parachute. Put the Wayfair team in the parachute, make us the parachute team, drop us in some random country. I've got 80 nominations. Chris is like this close to having 80 nominations. He's that close to having 40 in Pogo and 40 in Ingress. I've got the same. Drop us somewhere for the week. Let us do our 160 nominations and then send in the the chopper and pull us out. Got 160 in there and then let's go. And then we could do that like every other weekend or every 40 days, however long it takes to, to regenerate our nominations. But we would gladly volunteer to be on the parachute team. And throw an ambassador absolutely throw, throw an ambassador in there with us to supervise us however you want to see it. So Tintino, Tib, you can come with us. Avocado, you can come with us. We can yep. all be part of the parachute team. Absolutely. We'll bring some of our Patreons along with us. Make, make yeah, a week out yeah. of it. We we could we could we yes, could easily awesome. get up to like a thousand nominations. Just send me down, oh, for send sure. me down with the Intel map. I won't say what what criteria I'll use, but drop me in with the Intel map and let me go crazy. <laughs> How about that? Was was, was, Absolutely, was, that, was yeah. that PC enough for you? <laughs> I think we can get away with yeah, that. Exactly. All right, let's. Uh... That's good. I think we should take a break. Yeah, let's do it. Um, take five minutes, play some dad jokes, and then I have got a, a waste spot of the week that is phenomenal and a coal of the week that is, I think, hilarious. Um, so we're going to do that. We'll take a break first, and we will see you on the other side. Hi, this is Chainer Mystic, and you are listening to the Waste Spotters podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hi, this is Waxon from Iowa, and you are listening to Waste Spotters. Good morning, this is Agent X, doing my favorite thing that I like to do on a Sunday morning, and that's listen to the Waste Spotters podcast while out exploring the world and finding new points of interest. Ugh, get some better jokes already, it's season two. What bear is the most condescending? A panda? What kind of noise does a witch's vehicle make? Vroom, vroom. That was funny. Did you hear about the actor who broke his leg on stage? It's okay. He's still in the cast. Why did the pharmacist walk on tiptoes? They didn't want to wake up the sleeping pills. Why are elevator jokes so good and so classic? Because they work on so many levels. What did the police officer say to his belly button? Freeze! 
you're under a vest. What do you call it when a group of apes starts a company? Monkey business. All right, everybody, welcome back from the break. Hope you liked the dad jokes this week. We are going to jump right into Wayspot of the Week. And Wayspot of the Week this week comes from Cindy Pooh, Carrie, North Carolina, in the Wayfarer Discussion Discord. And when they posted this, they said, kudos to whoever took that, that picture without getting their reflection in it. And I 100% agree. Oh, yeah, I agree. This is fantastic. So it is, for those of you who are listening on the audio version, it looks like a bunch of mirrors that were cut up to look like clouds. Mm-hmm. And there must be, what, 30, 40 of them? Kind Easy. Of Easy. On different poles strewn out. So it looks like a sky full of clouds, but they're all mirrors. And, and they're all at different angles. So they're, they're reflecting all... different things. Yes. It's different angles. There's different there's different sizes of them. So some of them are reflecting what looks like a concrete path. Some of them are reflecting the sky. Some of them are reflecting the trees that are in the area. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It is. It's a it's really such... interesting way spot. So cool. And very the... cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. The title is Reflections, and the description is Art Installation of Mirrored Clowns, Clouds, not Clowns, Clouds, at a college in North North Lawn. So this is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were able to take such an amazing picture of this without getting themselves in that reflection is for I have no sure. idea how they did it. I don't know how they did it either. It's yeah, that's that is. It's 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 outstanding. I love it. Cindy yeah. Pooh is not a local to me. It's probably closer to Maddie G, um, mm-hmm. up in that area. But I love it. North Carolina has a whole lot to offer. So Cindy Pooh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for for posting this. It's amazing. That brings us to things that are not amazing, but amazing in a different way. Um, cold week. <laughs> that's such a good way to put it <laughs> amazing in a much different way so we should probably play the sounder huh yes play the song i've been working on the way there all the live long day i've been working on the way there just to pass the oh oh no hey jamal i found some coal All right, so call of the week number one. I'm going to take this one, Chris, if you don't mind. This comes to us from Chai Middleton in the Wayfarer, in the Niantic Wayfarer Reviewers and Nomination Facebook group. I love this group. This is an awesome one right here. And so this one is a uh, nomination. It's a restaurant nomination from a Tim Horton. So I'll kind of spoil it there. And let me bring this up on screen. but that's not what makes this one cool, interesting, or unique. Not in a good way. It is, <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this is just like an empty bag of fries, right? That's what this is. It is or, a or bagel is it, wrapper. 
a bagel wrapper. Okay. So yeah. the nomination says Tim Horton. Um, it's uh, Root Day Des Review. What is that word there? Root de Riviere. Root de Riviere. And um, it's a bagel wrapper, Chris. Yep. And this comes to us uh, from. That is in Canada. In That's in the, yeah, it's in the French. It's it's in the it's in Quebec. It's in the French part of Canada. So it's a bagel wrapper. So I, when I first looked at it in the show notes, I was like, "Is that just an empty bag of fries?" But we've talked about ways in which to get a fast food something in a fast food restaurant and nominate it, get it successfully in the game. This, my friends, is not it. This is bad. This is like coal of the week. This is like Santa Claus is putting this into your stocking. This is the opposite of good. Is what yep. this is. This is bad, bad, bad. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's it's funny when I was preparing all of the little background. So when when I'm preparing the the show, I have all of the the waste spot of the week, coal of the week, on different tabs in my browser so that I can pull it up on screen for the YouTube viewers. When I was putting it up on there, my one of my nine year old twins looks up and goes <sighs> with a big heavy sigh and goes. Did somebody try and make a Tim Hortons wrapper a pokey stop? Yep. And I was like, yeah. And he just kind of shook his head. And I'm like, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah. You're raising him right. That's raising amazing. Right, yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. This is cool all the way around. So if you're watching this, don't do it. If you're don't. listening to this right now, if you're listening to this on the audio feed, do us a favor and come over to the YouTube and check it out. Um, and if you want to know where to find the YouTube, it, it's pretty simple. You just want to go to youtube.com and you want to go to at the Wayfarers podcast, Wayspotters podcast. You got to check some of these out. Go back and check out the history of the coal of the week. Some of these are just coal-tastic. And I think you have a coal-tastic one for coal of the week number two, right? I do. I do. Let's pull up. Coal of the week number two. Comes to us. This is good. This is a really, really good one. Um, I picked this one, and I said this in the Discord. I picked this one strictly for how this is going to look as a short. So (laughs) check out the short when it's done. This comes to us from friend of the show, Wood Was Wolf. It is a historical plaque outside of a covered bridge. The title is. Gilpin's Falls Covered Bridge, Gosford. And the description is 100 old bridge built in Gosford. So that's, this is, this is, Woodwills is from Australia. So keep that in mind. This is a nomination in Australia. Okay. So the, the main picture, let me pull up the main picture is a bridge with a plaque outside of it, right? So Mm -hmm. if you zoom in on the plaque a little bit, so let's zoom in on the plaque a little bit, it says Gilpin's Falls Covered Bridge. Yep. Kyle makes sense. Yep. And look, you can can read the the description on this, and it's like, wait a minute. Does that say... Does does that say... (laughs) Maryland? Maryland? Does that say Maryland Historical Society? It sure does. Maryland Hold is a on. 
Maryland's a that, long way from Australia. It is a long way from Australia. And I know that there are some folks in Australia are saying, Chris, there is a Maryland in Australia. And you are correct. But that Maryland is an hour north of where this was submitted. <laughs> and in the words of our friend Woodwoods Wolf, the first permanent European colony in Australia was established in 1788. So after 1735 <laughs> that this class is talking about. Some 53 years after. 53 years after. So... Oh, I saw this and I'm like, that is too good. And if you go back to the, to the other picture, take a look at something. This was one of the first things that I noticed. If you bring up the other picture, when you look at it, it looks like someone took a screenshot of it. Yes. Doesn't that kind of give you kind of the grainy kind of third party yep. photos? Like that was the first thing I noticed was this looks like somebody took a picture of their computer screen. Mm hmm. That's exactly what it looks like. And it's it's not yep. even that they took a screenshot of, or they saved the picture and then, you, no, they no, no, no. They took a picture, picture of, of a covered bridge off of yeah. the computer. Well, <laughs> you're right. From, for, from Maryland on the East coast of the United States and nominated <laughs> it in Australia. Now, you know what, Chris, if they had to turn the picture upside down, it might've, it might've fooled me. <laughs> it it might've fooled me. If they had to turn the picture upside down, it might've slipped right by me. But since they didn't, I knew it was fake. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I, I couldn't not share this one. Yeah. With that's, this too show. that's too good. That's too good. That's fake nominations are very bad. And uh, go back to topic number one, that is abuse and could very well get your account banned. So exactly. Yep. <laughs> that is it. You have a. Uh, do you have anything that you want to talk um, about before we sign off? Or are we? Good? You know, we'll let people get back to their Sunday. I know. And at the time we're recording this, I'm visiting with my family. You've got family there. Um, we've got many more weeks to talk Wayfair. So let's let everybody get back to what they were doing. And you can go ahead and sign us off. I'm good to go. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Wayspotters. We really appreciate it. A big, huge thank you to Kate the Cons for uh, being our executive producer. And to all of our patrons, we couldn't not do this without you. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. There are a few ways that you can show us love, as it were. Follow us on our socials. We are on Twitter, at Wayspotters. We are also on Instagram, at Wayspotters Podcast. And on TikTok, at I make way spots. Uh, we started sharing our shorts on Instagram. So if you want to check out the reels there, and if that's your preferred kind of app to get stuff, we will start be loading the shorts onto the way spotters podcast on, on Instagram. Uh, next, you can visit us on our website, www.wayspotters.com. From there, you can get all of the links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website or email us at wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com. Some of you may be watching this on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like, subscribe, and click the bell to be notified when we upload new posts. We are putting up several shorts a week. So subscribe and you will get notified every time one of those goes up. And they're all fantastic if I do say so myself. Uh, we post shorts for the dad jokes, waste spot of the week, cold of the week, and we've started posting some random stuff. And I'm going to work on my first colds of the week video to go up this weekend because I, I've got a bunch. I got a bunch from this week. So 
look out for that. So if you're not on YouTube, check us out, youtube.com at Wastepotters Podcast. You could also leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. You never know, your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. And finally, if you are not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 US a month. I think it's down to like a buck thirty-two Canadian right now. Um, from there, you can go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Professor, and you'll get access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor network, including Wastepotter, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. Me and Jamal are in the Wayfarer channels all the time. So join us there and with that we look forward to you listening and watching us again next week thank you for joining us on waste spotters and remember it's not that far get out of your car